Hey, everybody, welcome to Social Beauty Makers, the podcast where every Sunday and Wednesday, we'll bring you fast-paced, powerful 15-minute episodes meant to inform, educate, and inspire around a variety of topics, including trends in all things tech for the professional beauty industry. But today, I am with a most fabulous guest, a guest that I have been, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say fantasizing about doing a podcast with for a very, very long time. She's a fellow podcaster. Um, along with a, a partner in crime, somebody I just adore, Jay Ladner. Um, Nina Tulio is a leading salon business consultant, coach, speaker, educator. Her resume is insane. Been in the beauty industry for over 20 years. I'm going to let Nina speak a little bit briefly about herself because I could read this bio and just take up the entire 15 minutes that we have to talk. But um, let me say, Nina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is this is awesome. And listen, I I laughed a little bit when you said I fantasized about this conversation. Here, I'm here for it. Let's go. So we we chatted just briefly before we hopped on, and it was kind of a theme for me these these days. I think, and that's just kind of the messiness of of the industry that. I feel we're living in. And a lot of that's contextual. I've been doing this for a very long time. And I think the longer you do things, you know, you, you got this bigger, broader context, which can be quite annoying to some people. <laughs> so, you know, I'll stop being so negative. Um, mm-hmm. Lots to sort out. And so I, I want you to get to react to that a little bit because I think you are looking at the industry from a very specific point of view, um, different than mine. And you work with all kinds of people. So, um, yeah, let's, let, let's riff on that a little bit, Nina. Yeah, you know, I think I think every industry has its messiness, right? And I think our industry goes through waves of messiness, right? It's like when one thing um, starts to go really well, then something kind of falls to the wayside, right? But I think what's happening, and especially for you know whether you're independent or you're coming into this as a as a stylist or you are a salon owner, I think what's happening is that especially with social media, we have been forced. And people in the industry have been forced to really take a good hard look at themselves. So before, you know, it's kind of I don't want to say we were floating by because we we weren't, but there were things that we could navigate through and things that we could kind of say, okay, we don't have social media. We, you know, we're like ground to what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're gonna hit the pavement, right? We're gonna. This is years ago. Handing out flyers. We're face to face networking. We're we're doing all the groundwork to get people in our business. And some sometimes, or you know, there were some stylist owners, what have you, that were a little bit unsure of of who they were and the brand that they were trying to be. But it it worked, you know, like we we can make it work and we can get through it. But then let's fast forward now into social media where everything is magnified, everything is highlighted, and everything is on stage, if you will. And so because social media has perpetuated this growth and th- these narratives, if you will, in our industry, now guess what? Everybody's talking about ways to run your business. Everybody's talking about branding. Everybody's talking about culture. Everybody's talking about, and people are like, holy shit, like I better get my shit together. So as much as social media can be a little bit of a pain in the ass, right? I feel like it, you know, like everything has good and and bad components to it. I think what's happened is that social media, uh, setting boundaries, uh, you know, suites and uh, renters and, and chair renters that, you know, industry side of things growing a little bit more 
it's causing people to really dive a little bit deeper into themselves because they have to, because there are people who are growing at such a rapid pace. And in order to keep up with them, they've got to know who they are. They have to know who they serve and they have to know, um, you know what their core values are in order to stay uh, relevant, if you will, because people are just kind of surpassing. We've got new stylists that are blowing it out of the water coming right out of school. And we've got the stylists that have been in the business for a while, like, oh my God, I, I got to keep up. So I think it's social media has been great, but it's, it's perpetuated this kind of need for um, relevancy and validation, which could be good and can be bad. I would add to that, that to me, the other side of that coin is that first off, Everything that, that you talked about, I think it, in many ways has always been with us. And what social did was magnify it, which is a good mm -hmm. thing, right? Best sure. practices. See, sometimes the only place we saw the good stuff was when we went to a big beauty show and most hairdressers never got to a big beauty show. So, you, you know, be in front of that stage with, with, which could have some great talented, not just performers, but people up there doing salon work and who are talking about how to be successful and sharing what had made them successful in the salon every day. And there were people who had their brand figured out 20 years ago and Maybe they didn't call it a brand, you know, but, right, right, but they were doing right. it. They were doing it. Back to, you know, being magnified. You know, when you think about people who are coming out into the industry, they have so many more options now. And you, with options, you know, there are a lot of people, and, and I just asked this question not too long ago on my Instagram, but, you know, should people go uh, assist or be an associate first, or should they go right into renting and, and go into a suite? And, you know, I feel like, you have to do what feels good for you, but you have to make sure that it is uh, structured properly and you know what you're getting into and you have the business sense behind you and you have a business plan. If you're going to go on your own and you've, you've delved into your finances and you understand what this looks like because it is a business. And I think there are people who are possibly taking that leap prematurely. And it is what I think is going to happen, to be honest, and I've been telling my my salon owner coaching clients this since last year is there's going to be a circle back where the people who have gone into suites and to rent chairs, they're going to circle back and they're oh, yeah. going to be going yeah. into the commission space. And so, you know, I think along the lines of social media, because again, there's always good and bad to everything, mm -hmm. but I think with social media, you're right. It's created this false sense of a validation, but this false sense of what this career looks like. Mm -hmm. And at times, it's because I'm all about we have to set boundaries. Now, listen, I come from the era. I've been in this business 26 years. So I worked around the clock. We worked mm -hmm. a lot. I worked weekends. I worked nights. I did all the things. And I'm glad things have shifted in a way where we are setting more boundaries and people are taking more time for themselves. But at the end of the day, if you want success, whatever that looks like for you, because it's mm -hmm. different for everyone, if you want to create a long-lasting career, you got to put in the work. And I don't care where you come from or, or, or if you're a new stylist or you've been in the business for you know two or three years, you have to work hard. You know, even starting my own consulting business, like I it doesn't matter that I was a salon owner for 11 years and a stylist for 20. I was starting in a new career and I had to put in the work and I still am grinding it out six years later. So I think there's this false sense of. We don't have to work certain days. We don't have to put in our time. We don't have to say yes to opportunities that may be free, that may open up other opportunities for you down the road. And I think that's what social media has created because we see the final result. We see, you know, the stylist coming out of school sees that platform artist, let's just use that as an example, and they say, I want to be there. 
but they don't see what went into all of that, the years of grinding and hard work and saying yes to free opportunities that actually got them there. So social media creates that false sense of like the final result from the starting point, we're missing the middle. You know what I mean? Well, and especially the six-figure hairdresser conversation. I've talked to so many young people, so many, mm -hmm. prob probably half a dozen in, in this year, you know, who, who've kind of questioned, it's like, I see this and we talk about big picture American culture, how social media is, is creating some serious self-esteem issues amongst young mm -hmm. people and, and higher suicide rates and, you know, self-harm and, you know, some serious stuff. And it's been well-researched. I think we have a version of that in the beauty industry. I think we have a version of people who look at, you know, these big ideas, um, big success stories, real success stories that people are having, but they don't have the context. And they look at themselves and go, I'll, I'll never get there. There and now I don't feel good about myself. I've lost I've lost my confidence. So that worries me. I think you know it's up to all of us to try to fill in some of those gaps. You know, and, you know, and, and give them everything you were just talking about, so they have an understanding of the path that so many take. Absolutely, and I think most importantly, you have to know who you are first, and and what your core values are, and what your goals are, and what your mission is, and what you're aligned with. Like you can't start making big decisions in your business without knowing who you are first, and who you're serving, and what your brand encompasses. Because I believe that every decision that you make in your business comes from your core values and your brand. So when we have all of this information that's coming in on social media, because there are a lot of consultants, a lot of coaches, a lot of people sharing a lot of information. And I find, and I'm sure you would agree that stylists and owners are getting very confused. Like, what do I do? What do I, who do I listen to? How do I choose? And, you know, my voice in this always is if you know who you are, you're not going to be swayed by every trend and by everything that's popping up. You're not going to try everything in your business because you're so solid within yourself. Now, it doesn't mean don't try new things because we have to evolve and grow as humans and also as business owners, but you're not distracted by the noise. And I think that's one of the things where I really try to stay super grounded because I don't coach and teach to one way. I want to empower people to understand who they are first so they can make best their best decisions for their business because it fits them. You know, I talk a lot about pricing and you know, one of the biggest things the past year or so I say would be hourly pricing. And I'm like, listen, if hourly pricing is going to work for you and we go through all of the things and we do our due diligence and we find that it's going to be a better system for you and you're going to make more money and you're going to feel comfortable, let's do it. But there are so many people who get hyped up about it because they see that it's working for Silas Kelly. They don't do their homework and they go into hourly pricing and then they find out that they're losing twenty to twenty-five dollars a client because they decided to go hourly, right? Or, or, or they don't know how to explain it properly to get the clients on board. Because I have talked to consumer friends who have scratched their heads, who've experienced it, going, I, "I, I don't understand," and decided to leave salons. And I don't believe they left just because of what it meant. They didn't understand it. You know, they, the hairdresser. I would say to Eddie, and I said this recently to, to someone who asked me this question about you know, they were thinking about it, and I said, "I, I don't know. You need to talk to your coach." Sure. And it, it is about being confident and it is having that foundation when, you know, it's like when you have facts, it's just like pricing, whether you go hourly or a la carte or package, whatever works for you, you know, when you feel more confident in that pricing structure because it's based on facts and not fear, you can roll up and have a price increase and not even flinch because you feel so good because you're backed by yes. facts and you feel yes. good about it, right? But if you don't feel good about it and you're kind of seeing trends on Instagram and you think it looks cool and you're like, yay, I'm going to 
pull the trigger and let's just say go hourly pricing, just using that as an example, when you get in there, if it's confusing for you, it's definitely going to be for confusing for the client. And so I think um, you know, we just have to kind of take our time a little bit and really spend time getting to know ourselves and getting to know our target client and getting to understand what our brand is and what it looks like and feels like. And that's kind of the space that I come from. And so all of these things that have been happening, whether it be social media or changes within our industry, I think now is the time to magnify spending time with self because that is going to give you the confidence to make the best decisions for your business, not anybody else's business. And I think, you know, being transparent is key in in all ways. You know, yeah, communication yep. is so important in our industry. It's everything. It's everything. And relationships, you know, the, the, the relationship starts with clear communication. So mm-hmm. we have to build that foundation and we really have to trust ourselves and the way that we are moving through growing our business. And I think um, you know now is the time to really dig a little bit deeper. And you know we're using pricing as just an example, but there are many ways that you can dive deeper into your business, especially because of the climate that we're in and moving through this recession. It's like, hold on a second, you know, let's not react out of out of fear. Let's really dive deeper into the things that maybe were causing a little bit of challenge before. Now they're just bigger. Yep. Now it's kind of like, hey, look at me. You didn't want to look at me before, but hmm. look at me now, right? We have to kind of. Take a step back and pause a little bit and um, not react, but more so respond in a way that is, um, you know, suits suits the core value, suits the business and can, you know, allow you to catapult you into the next, you know, phase of your business, if you will. And suits the times, because if you're Mm going to have a long career, you're going to live through many quote unquote times, you know, and recessionary times, booming times when things are great. I think generations impact times. The pandemic certainly did. So, you know, we, time goes by and things change and we have to adapt ourselves to Absolutely. Pivot should become your new friendly word. Because, Absolutely. You know, pivoting and, and being resilient, you know, it's it's so important oh. to have the bounce back. And it, ma- um, it matters. You gotta feel it. You gotta feel all the things, you know, during COVID and 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 rough times, we have to feel that we can't stuff it down and forget it because it will come back later. But we got to feel it, whatever it is, give yourself a couple of days, give yourself a week, and then you get right back on that horse, you pivot, and then you just keep moving forward. You know, We don't want to stay still because that's where we, the fear sets in. We got to keep moving and we have to keep moving forward. Such good advice. Such good advice. I, so I started with messiness because it's my nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm a half glass empty kind of guy, but it's always, it's always served me well. Um, in getting to the full glass. Um, and so I started with messy. Um, but I, I will say, you know, that I also, and I say this regularly, I, I, in so many ways, I've never seen a time for the industry that was so filled with opportunity. I want to kind of end with you to, to, to riff on that thought for a moment, because I, 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 I believe that you are half glass full kind of person. I am. How did <laughs> so, you know? <laughs> so, so, so give us a quick riff on opportunity in the current times. Listen, you know, you said it best. I mean, there is no better time for opportunity than now. And I feel like even when there is tough times and there is uh, that there are times that you feel like there is isn't any light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like those are the times like in those deep, dark crevices that we find the greatest opportunity. And so um, I feel like there is so much light in this business. I feel like we're coming together a lot more. I feel like we're supporting each other a lot more. And now more than ever, there's more opportunity for you to become an educator, 
an independent educator or work with a brand, whatever's best for you, um, there is more time to be able to showcase yourself and your business in a way that is super authentic. Like showing up as your authentic self is like, that's where it's at right now, especially on social media. And I think there's so much more opportunity to collaborate, which I absolutely love. I love to collaborate with other people. And even when I was an owner, you know, we're going back. I started my salon in 2006, but I love to invite other owners to get together. And it was kind of like, you know, nobody really seemed too excited about it. But now, you know, we have owners that are communicating and sharing ideas and really supporting each other and other stylists that are lifting each other up. So I think. Now more than ever, there is so much opportunity for growth. There's so much opportunity for collaboration, and there is so much opportunity to make more money. And um, we just have to be open, and we have to pivot with the times and be ready to kind of like, you know, make that little uh, turn, if you will. And sometimes that turn comes quite quickly, but you've got to be ready to jump on things and you know, kind of move through that fear if it's you know what's holding you back. Fantastic. So it's a perfect place for us to end. Um, again, away from my messiness, away from my half-empty glass, <laughs> landing us right where we need to land, land, Nina. So thank you for that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I love this. I can talk to you all day. Oh, we're going to do it again. We're, <laughs> we're going to do it again. We've just begun to talk. And as we started out, I mean, the resume is too long to read. But again, I think that the idea that you started doing hair, then became a successful salon owner, and now you're in this coaching business with all that experience, I think it, it just excites me. Um, and uh, because I think now more than ever, we need people out there like you you know, we're helping to guide people through all this happening. So thank you for doing that, number one. And then tell people where to find you. Because again, you, you and Jay have the podcast. You've got your own presence. You've got your website. Tell folks where to find Nina Tulio. Thank you. And thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. So I, you can find me on Instagram at Nina Tulio. So just my name. I live on Instagram. Uh, of course, you can find us on the podcast with my bestie, Mr. Jay Ladner. It's No Stylist Left Behind. And check out my website. I have a ton of resources uh, at ninatulio.com, but I have a ton of resources. I'm super interactive with people. You know, you can always reach out to me. I love to support and serve. That's why I'm here. So feel free to reach out anytime. And I'm more than happy to help you move through growing your business. Love it. Again, thank you so much for, for being here today. Let me say to the audience, okay, everybody, we have run out of time. So if you like what you heard, I encourage you to visit me over at socialbeautymakers.com. Sign up for the free e-newsletter. You'll get more content. You'll also get early access to every podcast episode. And if you like the podcast, I'd appreciate, rating, appreciate a rating, review, subscription, or best yet, share it. It helps others to find the podcast. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Gordon Miller. I cannot wait to share again with you next time.